Hello, this is Big Thoughts, Big Ten Thoughts with Beef and SFK. I believe we're working on episode four here. We're getting somewhere. Sir. Where are you checking in from today? Uh, same place I was last week, currently under a tornado watch up oh. in Minnesota. So hopefully I won't get blown away this this episode. Uh, blow, your, blow, blow your mind, I'll tell you that. Yeah, that'd be good. Um, well, we'll just get this out of the way because I'm sure most of the people listening are likely Brewers fans since a lot of our fan uh, friends and kind of fan base are. Brewers have been on an incredible fucking win streak, even though their offensive numbers during that streak are like last or second to last in all of baseball. And as a Cubs fan, that fucking kills me. That stinks. I'm I'm not saying that baseball isn't a game of of you you win and it doesn't matter because that is the way it is clearly. Right. But holy fuck, talking about catching some luck here and yeah, my my cubbies are done and yeah, I just wanted to get that out of the way. Yeah, yeah. Um. Yeah, I'm gonna officially say that we're a, uh, a Milwaukee Brewers podcast. Um, oh no, too early. Uh, I I don't see them or the Nationals getting out of the first round of the playoffs. So I I guess sure, go Brewers. Fuck me. Oh, all right. Um, well, <laughs> I mean, if you're not if now the Brewers won, then who? Might as well talk a little postseason. You know, postseason starting to get a little bit uh, a little bit more cemented, and who's going to make it and all that. So, uh, who you who you taking? Who's your World Series pick? Oh, man, we talked about this the first week, and mm-hmm. I, I should have listened back, but I, I still find it tough to believe that the Astros will get beat. Yep, they're. They're so good, and um, we talked about the distance of Yankee Stadium, and when they get into a big stadium, those pop-outs that they have that turn into home runs in their stadium, that won't be the case in other stadiums. Right, right. Yeah, um, I'm definitely going to say that I think I, I think Houston is just too too good. I mean, when you can stack up, you got Garrett Cole firing right away, a 300-plus strikeout guy. Um, the well, ace of my Quick little Don't plug there, yeah. Um, Garrett Cole, ace of the fans or ace of the Astros, and then Justin Verlander, who's got like 17 wins on the year, and then your third pitcher Zach Greinke, yeah. and then your bullpen is stacked. I mean, it's it's tough to beat them, especially when their lineup too is just George Springer, Jose Altuve, all those For guys. Correa, yeah. I mean, it's it's yeah. unreal. You uh, could you could take three of those dudes and have the rest of their team and still just like wipe the floor. I mean, it's, it's unbelievable what they have talent wise. It's uh, yeah, it'll be a postseason of dismay for me, but uh, I still, still love me some baseball. So um, I will most definitely be watching still. Uh, Oh yeah. Yeah. um, The, the twins uh, about when we started this podcast about a month ago now, they, uh, they, the Indians were close to or did take the lead of uh that division and now the twins proved that they're actually here to stay which uh has been a long time coming for them they haven't been good for a while hey the twins have been twins have been uh they've been good this year it's been cool to see definitely and i'm excited i'm cheering for them obviously i don't think that they're gonna beat the astros but they're they're a fun team to watch um the other night they're playing i think the white Sox, and they were down the white Sox had a go-ahead home run and the Top of the ninth or something, Twins came back, tied it up. They had a go-ahead home run in the top of the 12th. Twins came back, tied it up. I think it was like top 13 or top 14. They had like a three-run bomb. And I think it was Tim Anderson or Jose Abreu or somebody. And you know, White Sox Twitter was going off. They are like, there's no way we lose this game, all that stuff. And I don't remember which Twins player it was. One of them came into the dugout and was like, we're not losing this game. And they scored four runs and they beat them. And it's just – it's crazy to watch um, a team who, you know, historically in the postseason hasn't been great. Um, to kind of ride this wave and maybe clinch the either the AL Central and they got to be close. Maybe could do yeah something in the postseason. I mean, it, right now it looks like they're going to match up against the Yankees, which I think is favorable sure. for them. Let's talk about a home run pack series. 
Exactly. I mean, if, if you, if anybody remembers, they had a series, I want to say mid, mid July or early July, late July, whatever. Um, where the game, there was one game that ended 13 to 12 and there was like eight home runs hit between the teams. I mean, it's just un, unreal. And I think the twins have a slight advantage in that series just because their starting pitching is a little bit better, but yeah. obviously when it, when it gets up to those numbers, sometimes you can kind of throw the starters out the window. It doesn't matter just cause it's going to be 10 to nine or whatever those high scoring games yeah it'll be uh it'll be fun to watch but for now we can get back into it uh next week because everything will be decided for baseball and all the matchups let's move on let's move on to some college football big 10 in specific you know exactly where i'm gonna go with this Rutgers. uh sure yep that's exactly what i thought they uh lost to boston college by uh, 14 14 Rutgers had 304 yards passing, but couldn't score more than one touchdown through the air. Tough. Well, you know what it was? Is their starting quarterback, when he threw that touchdown, he got punched in the face by that offensive lineman, and oh. he made a concussion or something. I mean, they, could, they can't win on the field, and they don't know how to celebrate. So you just hate to see it if you're a Rutgers uh, fan, if you're from Piscataway, New Jersey. Yeah, that is very true. We can move on next to Indiana, UConn. I still I still don't know how like what to think of this Indiana team. Some weeks I feel like they could run with the big dogs and you know like when they beat UConn this weekend 38 to 3. Yeah. Um I, I don't know what to think of them yet. Sometimes their ground games there, sometimes it's not, but UConn only had 142 yards of total offense, so that kind of sucks. Maybe, hey, maybe that speaks to Indiana's defense. I mean, you know, they only gave up, what, 56 points to Ohio State? They're getting better. You know? <laughs> better, better than 80. Yeah. Yeah, no shit. Um, can move on to Michigan State, Northwestern. I, I think Michigan State's good for second or third in the East, but I, I don't see them in a Big Ten title game. They're, they're running back, let me just say quick. I, freshman or sophomore, young guy, underclassman, uh, he is a stud. I believe his name is Elijah Collins. He's going to do big things. Um, they, he sat out, I think, last week with a hip, like a hip, uh, what do you call that? Contusion? Like not nah, something like that. I don't know. It doesn't have to be official. But he sat out, and he came back this week, and he had a pretty good week. I have him on my fantasy team for college uh, football, you know, another yeah. not a big place. Yeah. But um, He's, he's pretty good, and I think he'll be the reason that Michigan State, like you said, maybe is third or fourth or potentially second, depending on if they can beat Michigan um, wow. in the East. Um, yeah, and then they played Northwestern, who only had 10 points. And Northwestern uh, every year is good for one big win. You don't know who it's going to be against. It'll probably be against Wisconsin next week. But uh, – Scott Fitzgerald, he uh, – I don't know if you heard his news conference after, a little the game, bit, yeah. after the game, and he's really not handling all the critics very well. And I, I think he needs to keep his mouth shut a little bit about what people are saying online. That, that's, yeah, a bad, that's a bad look as a coach, in my opinion, if you are getting so flustered off of what people have to say online. Yeah. I even, think – Even if you win, you're going to have critics. Right, right. And I think that maybe he's trying to be like a like a Nick Saban type deal, but like Nick Saban is like arguably the best coach of all time, so he can yeah. kind of be like a dick. So I don't know. Pat Fitzgerald, kind of a muscle hamster. I think he needs to stay in his lane. <laughs> um, I think that him and Ryan Field need to uh, check themselves and maybe just not think that they're uh, hot shit anymore. So there you go. There's my take on Northwestern. That's their uh, Ryan Field's the name of their complex, right? Yeah, terrible place. Been there once. Don't ever want to go back. Absolutely worst field in the Big Ten for sure. Well, Christ, the grass is like a foot long. Yeah, I think we we got into this a little bit last week, so yeah. I don't think that we can do it again. But uh, um, it's not a great place to see a football game at. I'll I'll leave it at that. We can move on to OSU versus Miami of Ohio. Um, the game was OSU seven, Miami, Ohio five after the first quarter. And then OSU put up 69 unanswered points. Nice. Nice. Yeah. Um, and, five, and kind, of an, kind of an interesting number to see on the score sheet. That means there was a safety, which is always cool. We're a pro safety podcast. Definitely huge safety guys. 
Yeah, I can see you have your uh, your safety your safety glasses on right now, which is I, very nice. I, I do have my safety glasses on there. Beautiful. Uh, I would highly recommend them if you need to dress up like a Canadian, drink some syrup or something. But there you go. Um, uh, OSU's quarterback uh, Fields, he's awesome. Mm-hmm. And that's yeah, no, he's, he's done. He uh, not quite as big as Dwayne Haskins was, you know, like last year, but all the arm talent is there and probably a little better at running than Haskins. So it's going to be a hell of a matchup for a lot of teams coming down the stretch here. Uh, oh, most definitely. Yeah. I was a little, he, su- go ahead. I was a little surprised in the rankings uh, this that just came out on Sunday that they jumped Oklahoma, even though Oklahoma won fashionably again. Yeah, um, definitely. One thing I think that maybe they did that is just, I don't know, Ohio State looked like awesome in that in that game against Miami of Ohio. And not that Oklahoma didn't, but maybe maybe they're just getting sick of hearing about Jalen Hurts or something. I don't know. But. Maybe. I, this is my opinion on Ohio State, Michigan, and Notre Dame. The media loves – to have them ranked high just because their name, not, not even because of what they're doing necessarily or that they're better than another team, but I'm sick of it. When's the media going to start voting correctly? Uh, and this isn't like a Wisconsin bias. I'm not saying Wisconsin should be higher, but Ohio state hasn't proven that they're better than Oklahoma yet. So why does that change? Yeah, I don't know. Um, Maybe it's just because H comes before K in the alphabet. I mean, I, I don't know. You yeah. know they just, <laughs> had the, to think the, about that one for a little I, bit. I didn't want to sound like an idiot. So, um, <laughs> but yeah, I, that could be it. Otherwise, um, it could be that they just want, you know, the Big Ten because we've always had a, a team in the playoff, like high. Yeah. So they want somebody like that up in the, up in the top. Um, or they think that Oklahoma – maybe won't win a big game like against Texas or Oklahoma state or a team like that. And they think Ohio state can match up better with the competition in their conference. Perhaps yeah. could be wrong. I'm not sure. Um, we'll move on to Nebraska 42, Illinois 38. Uh, Illinois gave up a 10 point lead in the fourth quarter. And I don't care that Nebraska is now three and one. They're still not that impressive because Illinois fucking stinks. Yeah, definitely. Um, yeah, when Illinois is beating you, well, I guess it was only 21 to 14 in halftime, but um, the Nebraska hate continues. Yeah, it's not, it's not going to stop. Stop anytime soon. I saw an interesting thing. Somebody tweeted it. It was a picture of the chance that ESPN gave um, each team in the Big Ten West to win the Big Ten West. Wisconsin I wasn't even one percent. I think I think Nebraska was at like 65 percent or something, yeah. and I thought that was unbelievable. I think it went Nebraska and then Northwestern even. I think it was Nebraska, Northwestern, Iowa, Minnesota. No, it, it was Nebra- I think it was Nebraska, Minnesota, Northwestern, Iowa, and Wisconsin had less than a 1% chance to win. I'm like, what the that's fuck? stupid. That's just ass backwards. Yeah. Um, I don't I I I am not going to ever jump on the Nebraska hype train. Um Lincoln's cool and like that's Sweet that they can pack their stadium because they don't have anything else to do other than sit in a cornfield. Um, <laughs> you know, but hey, when you're in Nebraska, I guess you do as the Romans do, and everybody goes to the Cornhuskers game, so good for them. And if they think that Scott Frost is the next um, Nick Saban, Urban Meyer, Woody Hayes, then congratulations. Yeah, um, and now I'll move on to probably um, my favorite part of the week. Uh, Minnesota played idle this week and kicked the fuck out of them. That was awesome. Yeah, what a great <laughs> Moving uh, to 3-0 and a week. Feels good. Uh, getting rested. One quick thing on Minnesota. We play Purdue this week, and we're getting Shannon Brooks back, which is huge. I saw that. Gonna get him back for a Big Ten play. Um, and the road to 8-0 continues. Um, we're coming for you, Penn State. You, you. Then the crazy thing is that Minnesota probably will be featured twice on College Game Day. Uh, once what? against Penn State, Wisconsin. they'll come to Minneapolis, and then the Wisconsin game because Michigan's dog shit, and it's going to be like twelve and or eleven and zero Ohio State against like nine and three or 
eight and three Michigan, and that's not going to be good for college game day. No. Um, now we'll actually move on to my favorite part. Um, Wisconsin 35, Michigan 14. Uh, for all the people that said, and not just you, I, I know you're selectively biased to this, but the whole country said, no way Wisconsin wins this game. I'm like, uh, here's my fist, and here's shoving it up the naysayers, but uh, Wisconsin looked phenomenal. Uh, Jonathan Taylor, 203 rush yards, two touchdowns, about what you'd expect, but that's his best game so far, and he still only played – uh, he only played uh, two quarters again. Yeah, got the cramps. Cramping yeah. looking you. It'll be something that we'll be following definitely. Um, you can't be cramping in a big game like that. Yeah, and uh, Jack Cohen, he uh, kind of system QB'd this one, 13 for 16, a lot of smart passes for 128 yards, which is just what he needed and to do. He didn't screw he up. That one rush. He had that one rush touchdown, though. Yep. That was, that was impressive. He, yeah. You know who he looks like, though? He looks cool. like a character in the office. Uh, what's that guy's name? Toby? No. Um, I want to say it's Andy. Andy Bernard? Like Ed Helms? No, not him. Well, no. I, had to, uh... I mean, that's, not, that's the right character. That's what I was thinking. But that's not – he does not look like Ed Helms. He looks like the dude who's, like, skinny. Um, whatever. I can't think of it. But if you're uh... bored – We'll Google that because. You know. Yeah, if you're bored, we'll play uh, Guess Who with Who Does Jack Cohen Look Like? Kind of looks like Derek Carr without the mascara. Yeah, I could see that definitely. Um, and then Shea Patterson. Bleh. Oh, I got it. Gabe or Zach. Gabe. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yep, you're right. Um, Shea Patterson, 43%. Uh, they pulled him actually, and then they had to put him back. They had to put him back in because uh, one of our DBs knocked their backup quarterback out yeah. cold. <laughs> okay, he was telling me I don't remember who it was. Somebody's at the game, and they texted me, and they were like, "Was that targeting?" And I was like, "That is like literally the most blatant. That's the textbook thing of targeting. The first targeting call, I don't agree with necessarily. I get why they're doing it because it was a hit to the head." but the quarterback didn't exactly give himself up as sliding as we see Aaron Rodgers yep. always do. Um, I think that could have been argued, but I, again, I agree. Hit, hit to the helmet, whatever. They're, they're trying to lessen that, so they kicked him out. The second one, couldn't he, believe there was even a discussion about that. Yeah. And then he was mad about it. I was like, yeah. dude, come on. Like, it, it wasn't the helmet-helmet targeting. It was the launching. He left his feet for no reason, and that's automatic. Yeah, and I will say I don't the whoever got the targeting call in the first I thought he handled it like a pro. I mean, because I thought that one was one that could have been argued maybe not that you can argue it, but one that if I'm a Badger fan I'm gonna say hey, maybe maybe not. Obviously with the new rules it makes sense, but he handled that like a champ. So shout out to him. Yeah. Um. Also, uh, just the last stat from this game, and then we'll move on to some NFL stuff. Uh. Michigan was 0 for 10 on third downs. Yeah, they're that's, bad. That's not good. Also, uh, one thing, So, and I'm going to give you everybody a trigger warning right here because Wisconsin fans are not going to like this at all. Oh, boy. Um, everybody leading up to this game was like, Michigan's so good, Michigan's so good, all this stuff. Actually, no, flip that. They were saying Michigan's bad. Look who they, you know, they, they barely lost or they barely beat Army. It took OT to get to Army. And then Wisconsin comes in and runs the floor on them, and now everybody's using this as a ladder run. And they're like, wow, Wisconsin's so great. They beat the mighty Michigan, blah, blah, blah. Can't yeah. use that as a yet. Yeah. No, I understand. No, like, you're you're um, right. And now, now uh, Wisconsin's test is going to be, can they go into Columbus and beat Ohio State? I then, agree. Then I'll be confirmed – as long as they don't lose a stupid game, if they go into Columbus and beat Ohio State, the whole country better pay attention because that's, that's for real then. Definitely. And uh, another thing, is Jonathan Taylor being paid by Wisconsin? He's had a Supreme mouth guard and a Louis Vuitton mouth guard. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know where he's getting the money from, from this, but under the it, table, that's all I'm saying. NCAA, hello, investigate. 
that's that's they're gonna be hit just like Kansas. Lack of control. Oh right my there. God! If okay, maybe you're right. I hope not. If I had to guess, no, I he probably had a team mouth guard and someone screen printed that shit on for him. Yeah, probably. I would say so. I mean, just, he was a, he was about to go to Harvard and not play football at all. I don't yeah. think that boy's getting paid under the table. Hey, maybe maybe that's what they're like. Hey, maybe you come play football. And he's like, you know what? I have a great brain and I want to turn it to mush. So yeah, I'll play football. <laughs> he was like a two star recruit. <laughs> There you go. Um, Moving on to the NFL, uh, a a few teams stand out still. Patriots, Packers look really good. Kansas City looks looks good. Um, Are the Lions good? Lions. They're Hmm. 2-0-1. Tough tie. That's a tough tie to the Cardinals. Cardinals. Yeah, that's not good. But – uh, Matt Stafford's going to end up in the Hall of Fame without or with one playoff win. What? He'll be in the Hall of Fame. Look at his stats. Oof. All right. He's better, than Eli, he's better than Eli Manning. Eli Manning, complete, no, don't come at my boy Eli like that. The only yeah. reason that Tom Brady doesn't have like eight rings. Oh, my God. Yeah, Michael Strahan and uh, uh, Jesus Christ. Uh, who was the other D-end on that? Their defenses were phenomenal when Eli beat yeah. the Patriots. And David Tyree made a catch that no one will ever make again. No, did you see why, though? It's because Justin Timberlake was on the sideline. He put bubble gum on the top of his helmet. Oh, they did yeah. a whole 30 on it, dude. Totally. Uh, are the Colts better without Andrew Luck? No. You don't think so? Their their team was already good. It's such like I said, and I'll say it again, their offensive line, one of the best in football. And they finally got a running back that isn't like Donald Brown or Trent Richardson who sees a hole and decides to not go through it. <laughs> um, and they got Marlon Mack, who's awesome. And they got T.Y. Hilton, who's a stud. And they finally got just, like, a great team, a good, like, not that Chuck Pagano wasn't good. And his, I don't know, I just uh, don't, don't think that he, that he spoke to, uh, to, to, like, the team as well as Frank Reich does. And I like Frank, and I really like their defense as well. They got Darius Leonard, who's just a, a monster. And Malik Hooker, he just went down, which sucks, but um, he's good, too out of uh, Ohio State, so there's your Big Ten connection. My, uh, the reason I asked, are the Colts better without Luck? Not literally. I didn't mean talent-wise. Obviously, Andrew sure. Luck, if he could finish a full career, is going to be a, a top-ten quarterback of all time, barring not counting in Super Bowls or whatever, because a lot of quarterbacks sure. have won multiple Super Bowls and aren't that good. Right. Um, but the reason I was saying that is – Without luck there and Brissett just being able to go out and play, I feel like it takes a lot of pressure off the team. He can just go and, and do whatever, and there's not going to be a whole lot of judgment behind it. Yep, I could see that, definitely. Um, I think uh, I think the Ravens are pretty legitimate this year. Uh, yeah. show, show me two more games of Lamar Jackson uh, doing that, uh, and – and I think I'll I'll be sold on him. He he gave Kansas City a run for their money this week in a a rather new style of quarterback matchup. Yeah, um, I don't have a ton more on that. Uh, I know Ma, uh, uh, Ingram had he had three touchdowns and 103 yards, which uh, I don't think Lamar Jackson had a throwing touchdown this week. Uh, he did have one rushing touchdown, but. I think that he'll obviously continue to grow and be better. And, I mean, a lot of people might not remember, but the Ravens made the playoffs last year. And uh, they lost to Los Angeles, but that's the chart. Los Angeles Chargers for everybody. Yeah. Who's like, the Rams aren't in the AFC. Well, I was talking about the Chargers. So, yeah, so, suck it. Um, so, yeah, I think the Ravens will be decent, especially with the AFC North. Um, it's kind of weird saying it, but the Ravens and the Browns maybe are going to be competing for the title of that. I don't see the Steelers doing anything now that no. Big Ben's hurt. Steelers um, think James Conner is knocked up. Knocked up. Jeez, banged up. <laughs> He's pregnant. 
And then, yeah, no, breaking news, Ian Rappaport, get on that. Um, yeah. <laughs> but, yeah, and the Bengals, I think, are just consistently just like eight and eight, and eight nine yeah. and seven, seven and nine, just right around that line. Marvin yeah. Lewis pretty much probably not even the coach anymore. But <laughs> No, they might as well have Jeff Fisher coach. He's about good for a 500 season every year. Exactly. Yeah, no, for sure. Um, uh, but, yeah, I think the Ravens have a good shot to win the NFC North. Um, uh, or, geez, sorry, AFC North. Wow. Yeah, yep. Uh, I was going to move on to the Giants versus, geez, who they play. I don't know. Uh, God damn it. I feel stupid now. But anyways, Daniel Jones had an 18-point comeback in the Locking second news. half. The Bucks. So not necessarily the most impressive win, but he threw for like 340 yards and like 60% completion. And Daniel Jones is so much better than Eli, and I don't know why they waited this long to put him in. Yeah. Um, I don't have a lot to say about that. I think that Daniel Jones is um, going to have to really prove himself in these next weeks because Saquon Barkley is out. Yeah, um, that's going to hurt. Because what's he out, four to eight weeks, which is a – a very, I believe a very wide open timetable. The thing that sucks about that is uh, the Packers play him week nine, and that's right when he comes back. Not that you're a stub when you come back right from injury, but still not great. Um, uh, but uh, my my next talking point, speaking of the Packers, is their defense is phenomenal. Yeah, they're pretty good. What did what did Jair say? What? A bunch of dogs up front or something. Yeah. Oh, Zaire or Jair. Yeah. He, uh, I, I, for, I'll try and put in a clip here. I'll see if I can figure that out. I'm not too uh, savvy with the computer, but his interview was pretty funny. And, uh, they, they're leading the league in takeaways this year. And I would have to imagine that they're already getting close to the total number of turnovers caused that they had in the whole season last year. Yeah. I think I saw something I was reading um, an article and I was saying that they're at like eight takeaways currently. And they're, they had like 11 total last year and it's nuts because it's week four. Yeah. And they're doing that. Um, if, if they continue to play this way and assume Rogers doesn't get any worse, but actually plays up to his potential. Right. Maybe feed me a NFC championship. And Maybe. and he's still getting getting used to Lafleur's um his offense, which that's that's tough. I think you can definitely see that. I haven't been fantasy again. You know, not a great fantasy football player, but as you can see, you know, Rodgers isn't putting up the numbers he normally does. But that's also because Lafleur is kind of relying on the running game a little bit. Um, which I'd we think haven't had in so long. See, exactly. And somebody was talking about Aaron Jones. Looks like a stud. Lost like. 30% body fat or something off this year um, or coming into this year. And it's weird. It's interesting. He went to Jamal, uh, Jamal Williams a like, lot consistently and whether he was riding the hot hand or not um, will be interesting to see because Aaron Jones should be the feature back. And I just hope that he doesn't get uh, kind of lost in that system. Well, yeah. And you're absolutely right. Uh, one thing I'll say about Jamal Williams, and I loved Aaron Jones, and what I, what I think his potential is, shout out to UTEP, University yep, yep. of Texas, El Paso, all-time leading rusher there. Thanks for coming. Uh, one thing I'll say about Jamal Williams, I believe it's his fourth year in the league, I want to say, or third or fourth year with the Packers. Maybe Something, yeah. But he's been so banged up, and we haven't got to see him get going yet in a year. So – if Aaron Jones has to be the third down back or the uh, catch a pass out of the backfield back, if Jamal Williams is going to heat up, you do play the hot hand. You don't walk away from the table when you're on a heater. That's fair. No, I get that. And I think that hopefully that opens up, I think, and it will, it'll open up the passing game and it'll allow Rodgers to really, you know, if the defense, let's say LaFleur brings in a, a run play on second and six or whatever, and they're going to stack the box. All right. Have Aaron Rodgers audible. It's just like Peyton Manning back in the day. Um, audible out of that run, hit Devonte Adams for a 15 yard square in or crossing route or something. Um, I will say 
Michael Crabtree is a free agent. Would you sign him if you were the Packers? Oh, uh, uh, yeah, yep, I would because, so. yep, because right now Geronimo Allison just keeps fucking dropping balls after balls, and he was supposed to be a lot better this year, like the number two guy. And I'd say as of right now, Valdez Scantling is by far the number two guy. Yeah, he's awesome. He's been awesome this year. He's big body, and none of our receivers are blazing fast, but they're all big bodied and good at running routes. So you put an absolute vertical threat like Crabtree, even though he's getting a little older on the team. To I'm not saying he needs to play every down like Vontae Adams or Scantling do, but throw him out there second or third down, and uh, you know get Danny Vitale to beef up the backfield, get a block for Rodgers, and maybe throw a deep right. ball to him. I don't know if they'll pull the trigger on that. The Packers have not been very notorious for picking people up midseason. Oh, yeah, true. But uh, so far I'm impressed and assume Rodgers only gets better. This team's going to be a real issue, especially oh, – no. um, I'd say especially now that I was going to move on to the Saints. Uh, first of all, the Saints actually looked all right without Breeze considering he's been – only missed, what, four or five games in 15 years or something stupid? Yeah, he's not very injury-prone. Um, but interesting, they're doing a two-quarterback system with Teddy and uh, the dude the Packers have. Yeah, him. And oh, it's, it's kind of, it'll be interesting to see how they do. But, again, when you have a strong running back like uh, Alvin Kamara, like, it's – not not to say that it's not impressive, but, you know, you can kind of rely on him. And I get that defenses can change their scheme and go focus more on running back. Um, but it, it helps, too, that they have Michael Thomas. But I think it'll be interesting. And I think that helps the Packers, obviously, because the Saints were supposed to be one of the better teams in the NFC. And I think they still will be. And it'll help when Breeze comes back midseason. But, again, helps the Packers. Interesting to watch with the two-quarterback system. Yeah, um, one thing I'll say about Taysom Hill that I absolutely love and it probably makes the coaches cringe even though they keep putting him in, he he plays wide receiver, he plays fullback, he's the gunner on the punt team. <laughs> like, hey, you want to go hit someone? Sure. Want to go catch yeah, a pass? Sure. Want to throw a touchdown? Yeah, might as well do that too. So he's kind of like a Swiss Army knife that uh, I think, if not anything else, if he doesn't add talent, he at least adds a spark that people get excited when – He's out there. Um, Definitely. And people forget that Teddy Bridgewater hasn't been great in the NFL, but he sure hasn't been horrible. Right. So they'll be fine, and they'll have Breeze back in six weeks or whatever, assuming all goes well. Um, I don't know if you caught any of the Browns game on Sunday night, but, uh, oh, my God, is Freddie Kitchens bad at calling plays. Yeah, you don't like him. You don't like him being your chef, huh? Uh, well, I mean, he's definitely a step up from Hugh Jackson, but I don't know if you saw the player, saw a highlight of it. I know you didn't get a chance to watch a lot of football, but they were in a position to go down the field, sort of their like last drive if they don't don't get it. But they're in a position to, if they score a touchdown, score a two-point conversion and, and tie it, I believe, or be within a field goal. Sure. It's fourth and nine on the Rams, like 46 or 47, and he runs a draw up the middle. Yeah, I saw that. How the fuck do you do that? I mean, a, a fifth-grade tackle football player would know not to do that there. Right. Yeah, um, interesting stat from ESPN Stats and Info. Since 2007, when they tracked, they started tracking um, fourth and fourth down plays. No team has ever run a draw on a fourth down that's more than like five yards or something, which really obviously shouldn't be surprising. But duh, like <laughs> no, the only the only time that you run a draw on fourth down is when it's early in the game. You're trying to center the ball for your field goal kicker, or, or oh, and that wouldn't even make sense. You you never draw run a draw on fourth down unless it's a one yard draw. Yeah, or like you have Randy Moss, Wes Welker, just a, a or Marvin Harrison, Reggie Wayne, Dallas Clark, who like they have to cover them, so they have to put guys on them, and they'll go deep, and then you just hand it off to a die or whatever. 
Right. But I mean, they have a good running back in Chubb and Nick Chubb, Georgia alum, but uh, Odell Beckham and Jarvis Landry don't draw enough attention. You still don't fucking run it on fourth and nine. Especially fourth and nine. Um, That's just, that's stupid. I'm not an NFL coach, but damn, I think I could be a better caller on plays at least on fourth and nine than that. Well, I mean, uh, ask Madden on the Madden video game would have drawn up a better play than that. Uh, I, I tell you what, Al. If you if you're if you're gonna run a draw play, you don't run it on fourth and nine. You just you don't run it then. You don't even run it ever, Al. I don't know what he was thinking there. Yeah, well, I mean, that was a good pretty good impersonation, huh? You thought you were. Uh... Yeah, I thought I was playing uh, Madden 06. Yeah, I bet. <laughs> um, we'll move on to the Bears. Uh, <laughs> I put in my notes just because this is what I thought. I think the Bears' defense is better at offense than their offense is. Fair. <laughs> Fair. You can't tell me that you couldn't put that defense in the game on offense and they might score a touchdown. <laughs> yeah, no, I can see it, definitely. I don't know who would be quarterback, but they'd probably just hand the ball off to Khalil Mack and he would just literally uh, – He's like the fridge. Very pain train, everybody, so – yeah, it uh, their defense looked phenomenal last night in Monday Night Football. Um, their defense is really the only reason they're winning these games. They're forcing a lot of turnovers like the Packers are. And uh, um, Mitch Trubisky, people forget, uh, Patrick Mahomes and Deshaun Watson were taken after him. And now for the Bears, this looks like a really stupid fucking draft pick. Nah, so, dude, gotta believe, gotta believe in Mitch, man. He's a savior. No, he's not. He fucking stinks. He's bad. He's uh, bad. Well, that's about all I have to say for that. Um. Oh, hold on, one thing, oh, quick. Oh boy, oh boy, this better be good. Aha, Clinton Dix on video on Bears either Instagram or Twitter or Snapchat. He, <laughs> I know where you're going with this. He's totally like, yeah, like huge win for us. You know, keep going, Bears. And he goes, go, go, Bears, bear down. He almost, he almost slipped up, said, go, Pat, go. And yeah. would have been amazing. That would have been the best moment of my social media um, uh, year, probably, right there. That would have been it. I bet that dipshit uh, regrets asking to be traded last year. Yeah, probably. I, I, know, I know he's still on a defense that allows him to fly around and be that guy, but – Oh man, I wish he was still a Packer. That defense would be crazy if he was still a Packer. But whatever. Our, our, our defense right now, I'll take that. Jack oh yeah. Alex, Adrian oh. Amos. Oh man. Oh, just studs. Her, they're ball hawks for sure. We'll move on to the dude with the biggest hands in the goddamn league and potentially the most insane fan base in the whole NFL when they're winning. Buffalo. Uh, Yep, the old Bills Mafia, the Buffalo Bills are 3 and 0. Uh granted they played three really shitty teams, but when's the last time Buffalo's been 3 and 0? That's long, a <laughs> long time. Yeah. Um let's not forget that uh 4 years ago they snuck into a wild card spot uh, in the playoffs with, with the uh who the hell was the quarterback uh uh, black dude who liked to run a lot, uh, Tyrod Taylor. So yeah. When he was a, a starter, I think that's the last time they made the playoffs. Um, but show show me, uh, like, in the next four weeks, if the Bills go three and one, even two and two in the next four weeks, yeah. I, I might be a little convinced that the Bills could be decent. Yeah. Yeah, 20, 2017, they lost in the wild card game to the Jaguars. Two years ago. So, even so, really, they uh, to the Jags, geez, Blake Bortles. The boat. Oh, speaking. Okay. Sorry. I know we're talking about the Bills. They look impressive, but they did beat the Jets, and the Jets are awful. Um, and they, uh, they were done. I have a asterisk next to that. Uh, if mononucleosis didn't exist, I think the Jets win that game. Hey, I'm pretty sure Sam Darnold played that game. Against a – oh, yeah, he did. Yeah, you're right. But, yeah, anyways, Jets are bad. Um, you know, speaking of the Jaguars, you know who's good? Uh, oh, Gardner Minshew. Yeah. 
What a beauty. Like the grown mustaches for. Oh, yeah. That dude is a beauty. In case uh, the people that are still listening to us ramble about mediocre NFL teams, that kid (laughs) works out in the locker room afterwards with sunglasses, like creepy aviators like I'm wearing, a headband, and only his jockstrap on, (laughs) and doesn't give a fuck about what anyone thinks about it. Yeah, that guy is, uh, he's something, isn't he? If you had to recreate a 70s porn star now, he is it. You think so? Uh, that big old weird mustache, the aviators, a headband, and a jockstrap? <laughs> Come on. Yeah, that's fair. Come on. He's probably got a bush, too. Oh, gross, dude. <laughs> Why you gotta go there? Oh, Lord, that's funny. But, uh, yeah, he's actually pretty pretty electric to watch. I, I, I'll be excited. I'm not necessarily excited. I'm not going to go out of my way to watch him, but I'll be looking for him to tear a few things up. Uh, yeah, no, me too. He's, uh, he's not bad. And you want to know, interesting, he, uh, he beat Iowa State in the Alamo Bowl last year. Uh, he was with Mike Leach in Washington State, correct? Yeah. Yep, uh, there's another interesting character. Oh, Mike Leach? Yeah. He is, yeah, he's something. Uh, he's the but. definition of not giving two fucks about much. Um, do I know that I said uh, at a month ago that I'm going uh, for Kansas City versus the Saints? Yeah. I, I would like to respectfully change that based off injuries. Okay. Um, and then we can wrap it up. I don't know if you would like to change it as well, but I think I'm going to go Patriots Packers. Oh man. Patriots Packers. eh? Yeah. I didn't think that the Patriots would continue to be this good, but it literally doesn't matter who they have on their team. Their defense is the best it's been in about six years, which is crazy. And their offense is just, Oh, you were janitor last week, but had pretty big biceps and can run the slot. Sounds good. Go catch a touchdown pass. Yeah. And the Packers, like I said earlier, assuming that Rodgers continues to get better, uh, they're really good. And their defense loves playing right now, and they want to be there. And that vibe is cool. Yeah. No, um, definitely going to change uh, change my NFC pick because the Bears are trash. and. Don't I didn't like them. I didn't like picking that. I felt bad. Um so I'm gonna I just, go I with, thought they would be so much better. Yeah. Yeah, no, me too. Um in the NFC, let's see. Ooh. That's gonna that's gonna take a second. Um you might wanna if you have an ad read, do it now because I need to think. I do have another ad read. We're uh Talking about the Fox. I was just down there on Saturday night. You got a few Snapchats from me. Uh, the Fox Barn Grill in Marshall, Wisconsin. Great burgers, especially the Fox Burger. Friday night fish fry and shrimp. Tough to beat. Great prices. Thursday night meat raffle. And then there are weekly drawings for money every week, but you have to show up to play. Reasonable drink prices. It's like something's in the water down there because I can't walk out without being completely sauced, but there's nothing wrong with that when you're having a good time with good friends down at the Fox Bar and Grill. Not to mention, if it's still nice out, weather permitting, they have a three-on-three basketball court in the back so you can go watch a bunch of idiots try and play basketball even though they've never played before. Is that Do, do they have the horses in the back too or just the basketball court? Uh, just the basketball court in the back. Uh, I think they're working on the horses though. Gotcha. Okay. That's a that's a big update. I just, I'm curious. I was curious. Anyways, NFC, you're gonna hate this, and I don't like it either. Oh boy. But, oh man. Oh, I don't even want to say it. It just oh, it just feels. <laughs> crazy, man. What if the Cowboys went to the Super Bowl, man? Oh God, Troy Aikman would have a fucking heart attack. Could it be Kansas City and Dallas? I don't oh. know. That would be one of the weirdest Super Bowls ever. Yeah, no doubt. But right now, um, nah, just kidding. Packers and 
the oh, you know what? Fuck it. Packers Bills Super Bowl. Boom. <laughs> oh my god, come on. <laughs> Jesus. For real, for real. What's your we're reassessing due to a few injuries like with Drew Brees and stuff. What are you going? Oh, okay. All right. I know you're not going with the Bills. Uh, Here, here's one for you. We'll take one off. Pardon my take. I'll cut the tip of my pinky off if the Bills won the Super Bowl. Oh, boy. Well, it'd be the smallest limb I've lost. <laughs> not bad. True. Um, for those of you who don't know, <laughs> I have one leg. Surprise. <laughs> there you go. Um, no. All right. Packers. I, got, I think I'm going to go with the Packers, which, yeah, everybody, oh, yeah, you're playing with your heart. Well, I tried to put up my head, and it was the Cowboys, and I didn't like that. So hard it is. Packers, AFC, hate it. I'm not going to pick the Patriots. Oh, I, yeah, Packers, Chiefs there. I'm just going to say it. Packers, uh, Chiefs, I'm going to go. Yeah. Uh, no, kidding. Packers, <laughs> Ravens. Oh, my <laughs> God. Okay, we're done Packers, with that Packers, bullshit. Packers, we're done with that bullshit. Uh uh, actually, coming up this week in the NFL, we have Patriots Bills, which will it's at it's in Bills in Bills Mafia in Buffalo. So I know Dan Goodbread will be going to that game. So that'll be an interesting game. Um, Eagles Packers. I, I still don't know what to think about the Eagles. That should be a good game. Uh, it's in Lambeau, so I I like the Packers. If I had to guess, they'll be a five point favorite, four and a half point favorite. Um. Chargers Dolphins should be electric. Yeah, probably the best matchup of the week, honestly. I mean, you look at who the Dolphins got. Josh Rosen gets hurt. They put in, they put in Fitz Magic. I mean, it's Mitch. Wow. Fitz Magic comes out there, throws <laughs> a pick, put in Josh Rosen. I mean, the drama in Miami is unheard of. It is electric football. Jump on the Dolphins bandwagon right now. Start buying your season tickets because there's not going to be a lot left. Well, you know what's crazy about uh, the color scheme of the Dolphins, it matches almost identically the Flint, Michigan Tropics, who also were notorious for selling away their whole fucking team. Yeah, yeah, definitely. No, that's a I good. See, that's a very good comparison. I see a lot of correlation there. Um, in in all seriousness, though, um, and we'll start wrapping it up here pretty quick. Um, Vikings Bears, huge game for the Packers to see. I mean, we've already beat them both. Will we beat them yep. both again? I don't know. But I, I like the Vikings in this game. Is it at – sorry, is it at Minnesota or is no, it in Chicago? Soldier Field, baby. I still oh, like the Vikings. Boy. The Scolgers. The Scolgers are going to have to travel well. Um, but the Vikings have a good team. You know, they're a good team with a shitty quarterback. And it's really a shame because – when you got when you got the Minnesota Vikings, they're uh, they're just so good. It's good for the sport, even though it's not. Um, I think Stephon Diggs is overrated. Adam Thielen, I don't like his story, and I don't like him. Um, He's good though. Oh yeah, great cor- great quarterback. Jeez, great wide receiver. Definitely would if he was in the Packers, that'd be great. But he's not. He's a Viking. But Kirk Cousins, man, I don't like that. No, he he's always good for one or two wins above 500 every year. I mean, I'd say his, like, if we were playing baseball, his wins above replacement would be two. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, you know what I'm saying? Yep. He, he's not bad, but he's not what everyone makes him out to be. Um, and the Bears' offense, I mean, people forget that the Vikings' defense is also very good. Oh, yeah, Harrison Smith, definitely. Yep. Xavier um, Rhodes. Kendricks, and uh, the lineback- outside linebacker, he's a stud. Anthony Barr, yeah, they're solid. Um, so that'll be a, a definitely a defensive fronted game. It'll basically come down to who can throw the ball better because that's about it. Um, yeah, and, no. and then uh, – the safe pick, definitely. I, li- I like the Vikings on the road. Uh, if I had some money to bet on it, I-, I would probably take them as the underdog, and I could see a little bit of return on it. How are you? A little ROI, baby. Yep. Um, and then we'll get to our last game here, Cowboys-Saints in New Orleans. That- that'll be an interesting game. You know, those- you know those fans are going to be psychopaths down in New Orleans to try and knock off the Cowboys. Uh, hopefully Teddy Bridgewater straps on his big boy pants 
and uh, awesome. oh, uh, they it, wear the black uniforms, the all black. Oh yeah, Ooh, no. oh Ooh. yeah. It's the Cowboys win, and and it's a seven twenty. That's Sunday night football game. So those those uh, crazy Creole bastards down in the Bayou are going to be all fucking pumped up. Uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna have to make some jambalaya for that game, maybe. Just stir up a big old pot of jambalaya, eat some rice and some shrimp. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. Um Cowboys so far have really nothing to prove. They just need to keep winning. Yep. Absolutely. Uh, and uh in case anyone still cared about the Cubs, uh they're about to play Pittsburgh. Ooh. And I don't give a fuck who wins. So on that note, uh, this is beef. That's SF. Oh, oh, oh. Ooh. Um, so we're going to have a little uh, fan interaction here to see who listens all the way to the end and who doesn't. And yeah. it's okay. You know, you jump off the wagon. It's not a big deal. You can get back on it, whatever. And put out a little poll, whether I should just go full mustache for November or if I should go beard halfway through shave it to a mustache because we got a lot of people in the audience who probably want the mustache and I kind of want the mustache. But we also got some people who aren't so big fans of the mustache. So uh, let me know what you think. Put out a poll probably yeah. tomorrow and yeah. go from there. Yeah. Um, I'll double down on that. I'll go mustache all November. That's we, we still got a whole month to get there, but yeah, no doubt. Um, yep. Uh, this is beef. That's SFK. This is big thoughts, sure. big 10 thoughts. Follow us on Twitter at capital B one capital G thoughts. Spell it out for me. Not, not T H O T S. It's T H O U G H T S. We are thinking podcasts. We have big brains. And then uh, the same handle for that on Instagram, trying to get our followers up and we'll get that poll out tonight. Actually, if you still listen, it's going to be a empty ended poll. It's going to be, either mustache for option one or beard then mustache halfway through for option two so thanks for listening and have a fucking wonderful day you motherfuckers go pack up